Yeah, hi, this is Mark, and you're listening to episode number 114 of the Mark in Russia broadcast. Uh, good evening, people of podcast land. This is President Iraq Obama, and when I'm in Russia, not busy pressing the reset button, I like to listen to the Mark in Russia podcast. I learn more from this podcast than I do from my own advisors. Besides, uh, he's a good diplomat, perhaps better than Hillary. So, now, rather than listening to the same old TV programs, it's time for change. You can believe it. Listen to the Mark in Russia podcast. Mark, you're the man. Well, this seems to be the way I start off every episode uh, that I make. It's been a long time since my last episode, and I've I've been really involved with making. I've been involved with work as a teacher. I'm trying a different method called flipped classroom, and so far in the last about five months, I've made 38 different video and audio files for the English course that I'm teaching, and that's been eating up my microphone time. Uh, but things are slipping so quickly now, I don't mean at work, I mean in the world. I mean, the hill that the crap is flowing downhill on is becoming steeper and steeper with each passing day. Therefore, that's why I'd like to pick up my microphone for a podcast today. Well, today I'm going to report on and editorialize, of course, on the present and increasing Muslim invasion of Europe coming to America soon, as long as our Muslim-loving, Christian-hating president is still in office. Wow, there's so much I would love to say right now, but I prefer that this episode does not just turn into a venting session or a ranting session. I'm not speaking today in order to be anti-Islamic, and I always hate the way that I have to, everyone feels they have to say that type of crap at the beginning, okay? Uh, but Given the choice of the survival of Christianity or the ascendancy of Islam, I'll be a soldier for Christianity and a soldier against Islam without any reservation. Whether or not you believe, this choice will have to be made by most people in the Western world in the very near future. And due to the feminization of so many Western males, including a big chunk of the rising generation, and I say rising genera generation because I refuse to word, use the term millennial to describe them as if they are all the same. Those that choose to keep neutral or choose multiculturalism will soon find out that this is not just some great academic exercise. And they may find that the girls and women in their life may be in danger and them also. A couple of short years makes a huge difference in history. A few years ago, Germany was looked at by most of the world as a very stable, successful country and actually was the de facto head of the EU, which was, in fact, being looked at as an example of what the New World Order would look like, or like post-industrial society. I mean, wow, what a difference a couple of years makes. During the same time, Russia was looked at as some kind of a troublemaker, however one without good war technology, and frankly, Russians were looked at as being a bit backward and overly nationalistic. I mean, such old-fashioned characteristics. 
I mean, Russia was trying to promote family values rather than pushing the militant gay agenda. The fact that the majority of Russians believed in these old-fashioned values must have spoken to the fact that they just hadn't progressed to the pinnacle of civilization that most of the West had. Poor Russians. They were so un-PC. How could they ever hope to catch up with the perfect PC society being created in Europe and America? By the way, I'm not going to lump America into the same category as old European countries. America hasn't fallen to that level yet. And the fact that we have a rich history in modern times of fighting wars, and the fact that there are over 320 million guns in private hands in America, shows that there is still some hope for the U.S., Anyone who hasn't had their heads buried in the sand over the past year has heard of the horror being imposed on citizens of European countries by their masters in the form of a Muslim invasion. You've seen the pictures, all these clown progressives holding up teddy bears welcoming these people to their country that want to do nothing other than destroy their country. This has been helped along by the masters of the universe, such as the asshole Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerman, whatever the frig it is, of Facebook, and the two evil asshole founders of Google, Larry Page and Sergey Brin. And I have to say to my Russian friends, yes, Sergey Brin is an asshole. These groups have done everything possible to censor just exactly what is happening in the EU. Some recent additions to the EU, such as Hungary, have maintained enough brain cells to act against the EU instructions and have secured their borders against these invading vermin. Now, recently, with the release of the latest Star Wars movie, my mind went back to the first movie, although I think it was actually numbered the fourth episode. I was recently reminded of this scene where R2-D2 projects an image of Princess Leila asking Obi-Wan Kenobi to please help her. Well, a few weeks ago, a 20-minute video was posted on YouTube, made by a young German girl about 17 years old. Although both YouTube, which is Google-owned, and Facebook kept removing the video at first, finally it went so viral that they had to pretend that they believe in free speech. Angela Merkel certainly does not. The video struck me because the young girl is a nice, normal German-looking girl who is asking for somebody to please help save Germany, or as a minimum, the German women, girls, and children. I mean, this is like something out of some past history, some past time, and it's happening right now, and most people are too busy checking their Facebook page or tweeting as Christians get killed by the hundreds of thousands throughout the world. They're too busy to pay attention to any of this stuff, so I'm going to be in your face now. I, like many others, although uh, shocked, was not surprised at what the Muslim hordes were doing to the girls of Cologne and many other German cities on New Year's Eve. But I was actually surprised at the fact that the so-called men of these communities are such feministas that they did virtually nothing to help save the respect and honor of the local women. I mean, wow, such an old-fashioned and outdated virtue, huh? Virtues, for that matter. But without these virtues, you can kiss your country goodbye, and frankly, I'm sure that this will be the end result, and perhaps... The rest of us are better off without such progressives as inhabit and 
govern Germany, France, and such countries. The video was more interesting, but what follows is an audio version of the video. The German girl spoke German. Well, people would say that's a no-brainer, but hey, Germany is so full of migrants, it's like the U.S. That's like saying this person in the U.S. spoke English, you know. They might, in Germany, they might speak German. But this was a real, actual German girl, okay? So, I've interpreted the audio, and forgive me as a man for doing this to a girl's voice, but at least I didn't try to speak in a high voice. I'm not trying to imitate her. I'm just trying to tell you what she's saying in English. The actual video is about 20 minutes long, although I'm only playing about a six-minute version. I kind of edit it. And I took some of the key points and put it there rather than have you listen to 20 minutes. Uh, by the way, after we finish with the audio, I'll get into the reason for this title of this week's episode, which is A Tale of Two Countries. Well, let's watch the video now and I'll see you on the other side. I don't understand what's going on in Germany. It's just sad if you think about it. Germany was such a great country, and they destroyed it. But it is not just Germany. It is also France, Sweden, Austria, etc. It is not just Germany. You also destroy other countries. You are as welcome as Ebola. Do you think the children and young adults aren't afraid? I think that even a 13-year-old who reads the news or social media gets it. Three-year-old raped by refugee. 15-year-old raped by refugee, 12-year-old raped by refugee, 75-year-old severely beaten and raped by refugee. I also cannot understand why Germany isn't doing anything. Why Angela Merkel doesn't do anything. They don't close the borders, they are not arrested. Why are they not deported? Explain it to me. Why? They are still free. And this is for the men. Please, protect your children and women. We need your protection. We are truly afraid to go outside. Protect them. Be there for them. Don't let them go shopping alone when it's dark. We are afraid. It is a cry for help. And you don't do anything. You politicians sit in your villas and sip on your cocktails and don't do anything about it. I don't know in what kind of world you live in, but we are afraid. Please help us. It cannot go on like this. Please do something. I cannot understand it. We are all afraid. Please, please, please do something. 
zu dieser Art. And regarding that arm's length, keep your attack. Wer hat euch eigentlich ins Gehirn geschickt? Break into this for a minute. This is me speaking, no longer just uh, translating. When she speaks now of this arm's length, she's speaking about the policy. This is how they're going to protect the women of Europe. They're to put up their hands at an arm's length and say, stop, halt. That's what she's talking about. That's how they protect themselves. I mean, you're, you're talking to a crazy American right now who believes that uh, all women should be armed in a situation like this and blow their fucking heads off. But let me go back to what she's saying. Are you nuts? Seriously? Do you really think that if someone attacks you, you stick out your arm and the attacker thinks, damn, I wanted to rape you and now you stretched out your arm and now I cannot rape you anymore. It's so unfair, you laugh at us. It was summer, and I was wearing a t-shirt, and it was hot. And a guy approached me and said, Allah can see you. He knows you are unclean, you little whore. Why do you wear a t-shirt? You wear a t-shirt? Wait, we are in Germany. Yes, I am wearing a t-shirt during the summer. I will not wear a headscarf. I will not become a mummy. We are truly afraid, truly. I also hope that the government will change. I think what Angela Merkel does, they call her, meaning the Muslims, call her Fatima or little mother. It's not normal. I don't know what happened to her and what she is trying to achieve. But Angela, you should be proud of yourself for destroying Germany, for playing with the German psyche. This is not normal. Thank you for destroying Germany. You have no more respect. Nobody respects you anymore. Do you even think you deserve respect after all you did to us? Thank you for watching this video. I ask you to protect the women and us girls. It is a cry for help which is ignored by everyone. I am really, really afraid. My friends are afraid too. My friend brought, brought pepper spray and a, and a taser. It is not normal what is happening here. Nobody wants to live in such a world. Please do something. Protect your women. Protect your children. Protect us. Okay, I'm back again. A very sad situation there in Germany and other European countries, and in my opinion, it'll only get worse. I suspect 2016 will see the numbers of migrants reach critical mass and start to be even more aggressive. Sweden, which used to be known as the capital of blonde-haired, blue-eyed people, is now the rape capital of the world. Did you know that? I mean, can you imagine? Where the hell are the Swedish so-called men? 
Where are the Swedish people uprising and throwing their crap government out of power? No, instead, in the name of political correctness, the country is now ruined beyond any hope of salvation. I mean, it's ruined. Forget it. It's too late. They did it to themselves and they allowed it to happen. One problem with these situations for the rest of the world is that now these vermin will be able to travel to other countries where they previously could not due to visa and visaless agreements with these formerly normal European countries. Okay, now to talk about country number two in this episode. A group of 51 of these so-called refugees, otherwise known as invaders in my opinion, were removed from Norway for, well, for being themselves, for acting out their own culture, meaning groping and raping white European women. A little-known fact is that many countries that these invaders came from have visa-free agreements with Russia, kind of a Cold War throwback. So, because the way into Europe through Turkey, Greece, etc. is rather difficult and getting harder in some respects, some take the northern route. They fly into Russia, typically St. Petersburg, then go by bus to the border of Finland, cross through Finland into the rape welfare capital of the world, Sweden. Well, this particular group happened to get kicked out of Norway and decided to go try their luck groping and raping Russian girls. They, however, learned very quickly that Russian men are not big feminized pussies like their European counterparts. And now I'll just read the story as it was reported. The incident happened, the incident happened on the 5th of February, 2016. A group of 51 refugees were brutally assaulted outside a nightclub in Murmansk, Russia, after they groped and molested women at a nightclub Saturday. The refugees had previously been ordered to leave Norway for bad behavior and tried their luck in Russia. What they didn't realize when they went out clubbing in Murmansk is that Russians have less tolerance when it comes to sexual assault on local women than other European countries. The refugees allegedly groped and harassed women in a similar manner as the assaults in Cologne on New Year's Eve. A group of male Russians took them aside to, uh, how should we say, educate them, that Cologne is 2,500 kilometers south of here. The refugees tried to flee but were quickly captured by the Russians. They then took them out to the street and gave them a beating they will remember. Police arrived to break up the fight but locals report that even the police decided to beat on a few of these uh, invaders also before arresting 33 of them. And then 18 of the refugees were in such bad condition that they had to be taken to the hospital. Now, a story like this has just got to make you smile. It does me anyhow. I live in Russia and have two young daughters. I'm much happier that I'm here rather than in Europe. I'm proud to be surrounded by other men who take the protection of their women and children seriously. When I hear the pleas of the poor German girl, it seems to be coming from a completely different universe than what I'm familiar with. One grope of anyone near me, and I would happily and with gusto beat the vermin to a pulp with a baseball bat. Unfortunately, even though I'm in Russia, it's still infected with the screwed-up European-style gun laws. Thus, the baseball bat. 
So-called European men would rather blow a rape whistle and wait for the worthless police to show up to accuse their daughters of being racists for not enjoying the gang rape. In Russia, if the police are called, it's likely that they will join in on the invader beatdown. Now I'm going to read a few of the comments that follow the news article I just read. And if you're a gentle snowflake, this might be a good time for you to just turn it off if you made it this far, because the comments are probably even more offensive than I am. But So I'm going to count to three. If you're still there, well, then your ears will get soiled. Three, two, one. From Angel. Gotta love those Russians, where the men are men and the Muslims are nervous. From Ojidaswa. I liked the Russians before, and with news like this, I like them even better. Almost all in Western Europe are sheep that roar like lions. We do nothing and let us get run over by these Muslim piles of pig shit. Pardon my French. It seems in Russia they still have real men. This from M Jazz Guitar. The rest of the Europeans need to see these videos for some inspiration. But the best part of the article is, police decided to let the beating slide and didn't file a report. The only thing they can confirm was there was a mass brawl involving refugees. And from Pinko, very, very good. I did, I did read that Russians went to Sweden some years ago, and cut off the heads of some Muslim rapists. Normally, I find the mutilation of bodies, beheading, so repulsive, but I would do it to Muslims, I think. From American. You have to admire the Russians. I've seen this behavior before. Unless they seriously outnumber you, or they have weapons and you don't, they will run away at the first sign of resistance. Cowards, just like most bullies. We're speaking about Muslims there. From Thomas, commenting on American. Exactly, they're the same everywhere, always in big gangs. You never see them walking the streets in ones or twos like everyone else. If there's one thing the vermin are terrified of, it's a fair fight. They only like it when they massively outnumber their victims. They're real good at gang beating some single guy to death, or gang raping some helpless woman, or beheading some poor shackled soul on his knees. Situations where they're guaranteed victory. But if the odds are against them, or even or just even odds, they run like pussies that they are. From Stevo, I just have just the thing to dress their wounds. Bacon bandages. Hmm, that's kind of unique. Well, you get the point, I think. For anyone listening to this episode who finds themselves offended, what the hell are you still listening for? Go heal yourself in your safe space, you gentle snowflake. As I speak, there are literally hundreds of Christians being murdered and tortured because of their faith by Muslim scum. So take your offended self and go screw yourself. If and when you stand before the throne of God, what will you answer when God asks you what you did to help during the days when his followers were being martyred? Tell them that you're busy uh, maybe putting the colors of the French flag on your Facebook photo. Busy tweeting, perhaps. Listen, I, I hate the fact that I even have to say this disclaimer, but I think I should anyhow. I've got plenty of people, I, uh, different people I know who are Muslim. 
here in Russia, there are a great number of Muslims. These are not the Muslims with the wearing burqas and hijabs. And I, I can hate myself for even knowing these words. This is just such crap. I never knew these words when I was younger. I never had a need to. They meant nothing. But anyhow, Russia, many people who were already inhabiting parts of uh, Russia before the ethnic Russians made their way into those areas were, were already Muslims. And uh, they get along fine here, I mean, with the exception of like Chechnya. But uh, that's not what I'm talking about here. And also, I would hope that those other Muslims are also offended by these scums invading the Europe and invading their country here in Russia. Well, I guess it's back to making my English learning videos. But it was sure nice getting back on the Mark and Russia microphone. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. You travel around. I'm trying to figure this out. You travel yeah, I, around. Yeah, I'm having difficulty figuring out exactly what you're here to talk about. Well, I suffered a career-ending injury, uh, and I'm trying to uh, keep my connection with the sport alive through motivational speaking. I do uh, uh -huh. s speeches at schools. Their attendance optional. Uh, now, I didn't want to say anything, but when you say a career-ending uh, uh, injury, you I, I mean, this is not something that you bring up. When you see when you first meet someone, but you are in a you're in a uh, how how would you describe what uh, what it's you're a sitting wheelchair. a wheelchair? Yeah. So that's still politically correct to call it a wheelchair. Yeah, oh, I mean that I, is what it's called. Really? What did you hear, that, David? That we were supposed to call them uh, moving sit downs. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because wheelchair is so confining, both literally and well, also you don't you don't know like if you meet someone who's like in one of those, you don't know if it's a rascal and they're just like too fat to to walk. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to say, it, "Hey, yeah, nice I do. wheelchair." It's when they're too fat to walk. <laughs> yeah, I know immediately. <laughs>